What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the JC Pro Show, where we discuss all the things about starting up your own online business and how to survive and thrive as an online entrepreneur. My name is Justin Kappen Pro. I am a startup business mentor, branding strategist, and digital content creator that specializes in aiding and guiding startup business owners just like you to monetize your unique gifting, talent, or idea and build a profitable and scalable brand leveraging the power of social media marketing. I do not waste my time and I choose not to waste yours, so let's dive right in. Today, we're gonna to be talking about strategic online business tips, specifically how to position yourself to attract paying clients. I'm gonna hook you guys up with seven of my very best tips today to uh, to help you position yourself to attract those paying clients. I'm gonna start you out today with my quote of the day. Uh, I love sharing the quote of the day every once in a while. This one resonates and I've shared this one before, but I will share it again. Uh, my quote for you today is by a man named Michael LaBeouf that says, a large portion of new startup businesses fail simply because their founders continue to think and act like employees waiting for someone to tell them what to do. I'm going to say that again. Camille, good morning to you, my friend. A large portion of new startup businesses fail simply because their founders continue to think and act like employees waiting for someone to tell them what to do. As I shared with you when I first kicked off this video, um, there are two specific things that every single prospect or social media follower that you have is looking for when they're trying to identify someone that they would like to hire, someone that they're actually willing to pay for, because it's the problem. The problem that a lot of people have with getting their startup businesses started, a problem that a lot of people have is they end up getting stuck in the friend zone with their social media audience. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You can get stuck in the friend zone. And what happens when you get stuck in the friend zone is it's very easy to build a social media following, people that pay attention to you, comment on your videos, follow your posts, engage with you on Instagram, check out your YouTube channel. It's, it's very easy to eventually build up a following of people that'll pay attention to you. But there is a very distinct difference between being likable and being hireable. And the problem that a lot of people have is they get stuck in the friend zone with their social media audience where they create content, they do posts, they create videos, but they build an audience of people that just view them as a likable person. They view them as someone who's got good information, I enjoy your broadcast, you're really encouraging, or you're really helpful, or you're really whatever, but they haven't crossed over into, you know what, I think I could hire you. And I think I could actually have you help me with something. So th this is the challenge is to get past the friend zone with your social media audience and get them viewing you as a hireable professional. So today what we're going to talk about is how to do that. I'm going to give you seven of my best tips. Actually, I have eight of them. I'm going to give you a bonus tip. Um, eight of my best tips to help some, and this is simple stuff, some very simple yet strategic things that you can do that will help create that perspective. So two things, I told you two things that a potential prospect is, uh, let me say it this way, two things that are going to dramatically influence their decision to hire you. And this is really the thing that, that differentiates whether you're going to be friend zone or whether you're going to be viewed as a hireable professional. And the two things that you need to write down if you're taking notes is perspective and position. Your perspective and your position are what will get you hired. Because listen to me, people will interact with you based upon their perspective of you. All right. So if people view you as someone who is a hireable professional, they'll interact with you and they'll treat you that way. 
if people view you as just a nice person that's going about life but does a video every once in a while and does a post every once in a while and they're pretty inspiring and they're pretty encouraging they're going to interact with you that way so people's perception of you people's perspective of you it will dramatically influence whether they choose to go beyond friend zone and actually pay you cash money all right so this is the difference between being a likable person and being a hireable professional that's the first piece is perspective so pers perspective is powerful we're gonna we're gonna dive into that a bit today the second thing is position it if people have a if people have a sound perspective of you they view you as a hireable professional but they don't know what your position is they don't know what you specialize in. They don't know, they don't have a clear picture in their mind of what exactly you're hireable for. You're still not gonna get hired. You're still not gonna find yourself with paying clients because even if they view you as a go-getter, a business owner, an entrepreneur, somebody who's going out and doing it and doing it right, and they're, they admire you, and they like your information, they like your content, but they don't know what you specialize in and they don't know exactly how you can help them, you're not gonna get a client. So perspective, and position is what gets you hired. If you nail those two things, you can create this powerful perspective around yourself that you are a first-class professional that is worthy of hire, and you and, if, and you establish a very clear position of exactly what you're hireable for, that's when clients start coming out of the woodwork. That's when you can start turning your social media interactions into loyal paying clients that will continue coming back to you. So perspective and position is what we're out to accomplish. And I want everybody to make, I want to make sure you're awake. Cheers and good morning to you on this Thursday morning. I hope your morning beverage is delicious and I hope you're excited to hang out on this content today. So everybody that's joining me live, put perspective and position in the comments so I can make sure that you're all awake and paying attention this morning. All right. So what we're going to talk about as we go through each of these tips is I'm going to give you some things that are going to help you help you establish the perspective and then a few things that are going to help you establish your position okay the first one i'm going to talk about and again these are simple but they are also strategic right the first one i'm going to share with you is consider updating your profile picture and your cover photo the reason why i say that and this is not for everybody because i'm looking at some of my peeps here like i see camille i love your profile picture jackie i love it jalil i love it tasha i love your profile picture this is what i would tell you though if you've had the same profile picture for a long time, like it's been there for forever, you might consider updating it. Now, those guys that are, I'm seeing a lot of your profile pictures right now, if, 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 if that's recent, you know, fairly recent, a few months, that's cool. If you've had the same profile picture for like five years, it's time to update your profile picture. I rotate my profile picture, I would say probably about every three months. And I have a couple different perspectives around this and I rotate my cover photos as well let me give you just a, let's just have a brief discussion about this one all right so your Facebook personal page needs to be handled differently than your professional profile so for example my Facebook business page my Twitter profile my LinkedIn profile Periscope even though Periscope's going down soon um, those professional Justin Cap and Pro profiles have a very specific branded cover and my profile picture is my headshot and those stay the same. I don't rotate those. I do, however, rotate my, my Facebook personal page. And the reason for that is because that's where people follow your story. And for some of you guys that may be Instagram, you know, I rotate my Instagram uh, profile picture as well. Some of you guys, what uh, th this is what I just wanna say. 
is is where whatever platform you are primarily engaging with your audience they're following your story they're following your content that's where they go to connect with you that's where they go to engage with you it's good to rotate your profile images and your header images to give them some fresh perspective of you all right so recently i just got back from vacation so my current profile picture is a picture of myself and my wife on the beach and my cover photo is a spectacular sunset beach shot that i got now justin what does that have to do with anything about business how does that view how does that help your perspective is because those are called lifestyle photos and what that means is i i capture glimpses of the lifestyle that i live as an entrepreneur and as a business owner and so it creates a perspective of me that man justin is on a vacation again. I love that. I want to get to a point where I can take a vacation like that. I wonder if he can help me. Or, or you know, and then some take some cases my cover photo will be about my business. Like I'm this time last year I was in Phoenix doing a mastermind retreat with some of my exclusive clients. And so my profile picture and my cover photo was telling the story of what I was doing in Phoenix having this first class mastermind in Phoenix lifestyle perspective sometimes my my sometimes my cover photos are a headshot of me and it's a it's a headshot maybe my cover photo is something about my business so i rotate my cover photo and my profile picture to continue building a story on who i am and what i do and how i do it and the life that i live because that fuels my audience and continually builds on that perception that people have of me as a successful online business owner and a business coach. So, a, so new profile, new cover photos. Remember, remember a couple things about photos. This is, and this number one is all about perspective, right? Remember that your, your photos are the first thing that people see. They're the first impression. All right. So if someone is having a chat about with their friend over coffee and their and their friend saying, "Yeah, I'm starting up a new business and I think I need to get a website done, maybe get some branding done." They're like, "You need to talk to Justin. That's what he specializes in. He specializes in helping startup entrepreneurs get their business started. You need to talk to him. He could definitely be willing to help you." But if that person doesn't know anything about me, then they don't all they the only perception that they have so far is just the influence from the recommendation that their friend gave them the first thing they're going to go to do it two places that they're either going to go first the first place may be google if they go to google they're going to google me and they're going to they're going to look up what they see on google but more more likely most people go to facebook first i mean do you i do like if anybody recommends anybody to me, if any, if I connect with someone new, if I'm looking to get to know someone, the first place that I go is Facebook because I know that I can learn a lot about someone based upon their Facebook profile. So your Facebook profile is really, really important. So those photos need to tell a story. Now, if you want to be known as, you know, if you want to, if you want people to know you as, I don't know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm gonna be careful what I say. Be, uh, I'm gonna say this, be intentional about how you want people to view you, okay? Because your Facebook profile picture and your cover photo tell a story. They tell a story and it's the first thing that people see. So 
whatever perspective you want people to have of you, you have to be intentional about those photos because those photos begin that narrative. And they're only going to add to the perspective or take away from this perspective that they maybe initially had from you before they came to check you out. Like if they come across an awesome video of you, like let's think for example, let's say you go out and do an awesome video. I, this, is an, this is an actual real life example because I saw this on vacation. I, I've recently connected to someone new through Clubhouse. I friend request them were connected on Clubhouse. And on Clubhouse, they have this great professional profile and I was super impressed with the way I went to their Instagram. They had a decent Instagram, it wasn't crazy, but I really liked the way they presented them on Clubhouse. And the chat that we had on Clubhouse was awesome. So I connected to them on, on Facebook. When I was on vacation, I came across one of their videos. And I'm like, I'll watch it for a minute. So I was watching a few minutes of their videos and it just added to that perspective a little bit. I'm like, you know, I haven't taken the time just to check this person out and see what they're up to. So I went to their Facebook profile. Their Facebook profile picture was a terrible picture. It was like way out in the distance. I don't know what the story is of what they're doing, but it was them with another person. I don't know if that's their spouse or whatever. It was way out in the distance. And I couldn't tell what was going on in this picture and there was no explanation of the picture. So it's just this weird picture. And then their cover photo was a collage of photos that were super grainy, not real high quality. You could tell they kind of mashed it together and it just didn't feel the narrative of what I had picked up from them on Clubhouse. So I'm like, well, maybe it's just, that's just their cover or whatever. So I went down into their feed. Their feed, was filled with a whole bunch of shares from other people and then a whole bunch of political stuff. Now I, I'm like, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and I'm scrolling down through their feed. I could not find a single post or video or anything that supported the perspective that I had initially established with them. And it actually, you know, where I had them kind of up here in my mind, it dropped them way down. Just by, a, and this is like a matter of two minutes, just a quick scroll through their page. So be aware that if you're really working to attract paying clients, you gotta make sure that everything that you are doing is adding to the narrative that you wanna create for yourself and giving people the right perspective and then building on that perspective. One of my tips that I'm not giving you today, but I'm just gonna throw it out there because we talked about it, is maintain your personal timeline, meaning, if you are a chronic sharer, like you love sharing stuff all the time, that's fine, that's awesome. If you share something, go to your personal timeline, go to the share that you shared, click the little three dots in the corner and hide the post from your timeline. That share still goes out, your audience will still see it, but if someone comes to your personal timeline, if people come to your personal timeline to check you out, they're not coming to your personal timeline to see posts about everybody else. They're coming to learn about you. So if my girl Camille goes and does an amazing live video and I love it, it's amazing. I go in, I'm watching the live video. This is awesome, I love it so much. I share it, I'll share that video out. But as soon as I share it, I go to my personal timeline and I hide the share from my personal feed. The share still goes out and it'll still help Camille get that visibility. But if someone comes to my personal timeline to learn about me, they're not coming there to learn about Camille. They're coming to learn about me. All right, so your personal timeline needs to be clean. If you've got anything on your personal timeline that is political, divisive, negative, whiny, complaining, ugly, whatever, get rid of it because it will destroy whatever credibility that you may have had to get someone on your timeline to look at what you do, okay? That's number one. I'm not gonna spend 20 minutes on each of these points, just FYI, but there's a lot in that that's super important. People are like, it's just a profile picture. No, it's not just a profile picture. It's the first impression. 
and you've got to get those impressions right because you never know if you get someone that comes to someone who somebody may have been recommended to you and then they come and they check out your profile and you may just flat turn them straight off just by the picture all right very important yes remove tags too camille said just remove tags because people will tag you and stuff all the time if I get tagged in something, I immediately go and I remove the tag. If you don't know how to do that, you'll get a little notification that says you've been tagged in such and such a post. You click on it, go to the actual post, tap the little three dots up in the corner, which is the options, and you say remove tag. Pull that tag right off there and it will not show up on your feed anymore. Now, if you're tagged in something that's legitimate, you know, like if one of my people gets a new gets their new website finished and they post their new website and like love this so much, and thank you, Justin Kappen, and they tag me, that I of course I'll leave that tag because that helps the narrative of what I'm doing. But if someone's like launching a brand new book, I'd love for y'all to check it out, and they tag 99 people and I'm one of them, and I didn't have anything to do with your book, I'm like, why are you tagging me? Like I worked for my business and my audience and my growth. Go work for your own. Don't put, don't use my audience to grow yourself, right? So if you need to remove tags, remove tags, okay? Um, that's number one. The second thing right along with this is number two is to update your bio and align that bio across all your social networks. And this is again, perspective. So on every social network, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Wherever you're at, you have the opportunity to put a bio, a short bio. Make sure you get that right. And again, this is all about what perspective do you want people to have of you? You know, I'm going to give you another example that I came across last night. I was scrolling through. I don't even know how I'm friends with this person, but I came across this person that, that made this post about the stimulus checks. And they're like, they're like, yeah, every one of these $1,400 stimulus checks are going to cost you $14,000 over the next five years. And they're like throwing out all these wild numbers. I'm like, that seems a little, huh? And then some people are going into the comments and people are like ripping her apart. What, where's your facts? Where's your data? Where do, have you heard of these numbers? She's like, it's, you can, you just know it's going to, and she had no facts to back up her statements. So she's getting, getting in arguments with all these people. And then she's like, she's like, you need to know that the government is overreaching us in every way possible and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who is this person? So I click, I'm like, I'm trying to wonder why I'm even friends with them. So I click on them and I go to her profile picture or I go to her profile. Her Facebook profile says, lover of the Lord, giver of hope, mom of something, whatever. And I'm like, wait, 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 giver of hope? You're a giver of hope? And I start going down through the, 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 the her feed and every single post on her feed is about how the government is going to wreck our lives and the blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I'm like, where I'm missing the hope part. Like where's the hope and the joy and the love of Jesus, right? So I'm missing that. So, you know, perspective, ah, shit, we are no longer friends. I, I don't even know how we're friends in the first place, but, uh, we're no longer friends after that interaction, but I'm like your bio, you know, make sure your bio at the top tells people who you are, what you do, and then you're, and then if they scroll past that bio, your feed needs to align with that. Your photos need to align with that. So my bio, I don't know exactly, but my bio will say something like, man of God, startup business mentor, branding strategist, peak performance coach, uh, published author, 
something like that keynote speaker that's who i am right that's what i do that's what i am that's what i am that's what i do um and again the trick with this is the trick with this is you're limited on character count so you got to get the right stuff in there but for me i want to be known as the best startup business mentor you know i want to be known as the best branding strategist you know i want to be known as a peak performance coach that will challenge you and encourage you and inspire you to operate at a very very high level i'm a keynote speaker i'm a published author i want people to know that about me that feeds perspective justin is a hireable professional now I could say, love my wife, father of four, snowboarder. I could say all these things that I do, but is that gonna feed the narrative that I want people to think about me? Do I want people when they first see me and engage with me to be like, oh, he's a snowboarder. That's cool and he's got four kids and he's married, that's amazing. No, I, I wanna know, I want you to know who I am and what I'm about. Now, if you go into my feature photos, which is a whole different segment, you'll see pictures of my wife and my kids. And I want you to know that I love the Lord and that I have an amazing family and I love my wife and I love my kids. But when I'm creating the narrative and the perspective, it's this is who I am, it's what I do. My, my, I got lifestyle photos, I've got a great bio, and then you go into my content and all my content aligns with that. Yes, I am a snowboarder, Camille. <laughs> so, Updating your bio. Uh, if you have not updated your bio in a while, I, I encourage you to do that and ask yourself, if I'm limited on this character count, if I'm limited on this character count, um, what do I wanna say? What's the key thing that if I have a new prospect coming to visit me and check out my profile, what's the key information that I want them to know about me? Get that bio right, and then once you get that bio right, align it everywhere so you get the same bio on facebook twitter linkedin instagram snapchat TikTok, wherever you're engaging with your audience get those bios aligned everywhere all right right along with that number three is update your profiles with one link one link okay not multiple links there are different places like facebook for example where you can post a website facebook instagram linkedin twitter you know you can put all your links today's consumer if they like what they see when they visit your profile for the first time they will give you eight seconds of attention and one click if they like what they see eight seconds of attention and one click so you need to make sure that that click, if you if they like what they see, you need to make sure that that one click is the one that you want them to click on. So, this is where you what this again. This is all about perspective. What's the first place, the only place that you want them to go? What's the best place for them to engage with you? Now, a great way to kind of get around the one click thing is to build a micro landing page. I'm not going to go into all that today, but a micro landing page is using a, using something like. Um, like Linktree or Contact in Bio, where you where you click there and it gives you a summary of a variety of things that they can click on. That's a good way to get around that. But you need to make sure they got one clickable option, one link. So if you're the person that has 17 links on your thing, cut those down, choose one link, and that link should be the same on all of your profiles, all right? Number four, we're gonna start getting into positions. So those three things, your profile pictures, your bio, alignment with your bio and then your link with alignment all of those things are about initial perception you know first impressions perspective those things are all about forming a perspective that people can see you the way you want to be seen all right I th honestly i think so many people i think so many people struggle 
to get people paying any attention to you and taking you seriously simply because there's some simple things that you just get wrong. The, the pictures are wrong. The, the, the bio is wrong. The links are missing or there's too many of them and it becomes confusing. All right, so it has to be simple, clean, pointed to the fact because people have a short attention span, y'all. Just take a drink of my coffee. Cheers and good morning to you. Today's today's audience has such a short attention span. It's like it's a lightning bolt, man. So if there's anything that they see from you or experience from you that they just don't like, you've lost them. It's over. Right, so you, that those first impressions, those first things that people see, no matter what profile they're on, those first impressions have to be right. Have to be right on point. All right. Number four. Number four is to, excuse me. Number four is to establish three to five core brand themes. Okay. This is about your position. All right. Now again. Two things that every consumer needs to see from you if they want, if you want to get them out of the friend zone and viewing you as a hireable professional is perspective and position. Perspective is that first impression. Perspective, if your perspective is wrong, they'll never hire you. But even if you get the perspective right, but you're lacking position, they may like you, but they not, may not know exactly what you're hireable for or how you might be able to help them. This is where you have to establish position. So the first great way to establish position is to establish three to five core brand themes. Now, what does that mean? Every business, especially an online business, if you're a content creator, has got to have a core, has got to have a base, all right? So for example, my core brand themes are 21st century branding strategy, social media marketing strategy, personal development for business owners, and then content monetization. I have four. Again, 21st century branding strategy, social media marketing strategy, personal development for business owners, and content monetization. Those are my four themes, all right? Those four themes make up everything that I do. You will never ever hear me teach a video or teach a masterclass or share content in any way that does not fall into one of those four buckets. All right. So today's content would fall under the line of social media marketing strategy and branding strategy. So it kind of falls into both. Some days I'm talking straight personal development. Some days I'm talking about how to make money with your ideas, how to monetize your mind, right? So everything that I ever share is about one of those four things. Now, the reason why that's important is because every big bit of content that I share, if I'm creating content and I'm thinking about things that I wanna share, I, I check them against those four buckets. Does this fit into one of those four buckets? If not, I'm not sharing it. Like you'll, you'll, like you'll never hear me teach a video on, on you know investing options. You never hear me teach a video on how to grill a great steak on the grill. Those are all things that I can tell you about, but it does not feed the narrative of my brand, it does not advance my position. So if I ever share content that falls outside of those four buckets, now I'm diluting my message and I'm diluting my perspective. And what, this is the thing, I want you to get this, all right? Everybody say good morning, Justin, in the chat room, so I make sure you're awake, all right? Cheers and good morning to you, this is the thing. I get one of the things I get asked all the time is, 
Justin, how do I know how much content to share? How do, how do I, how do I know how much to give away for free? When do, when, at what point do I stop sharing this and start charging for that? This is the thing. Don't be afraid to teach your very best stuff. All right. Because everything that you teach and everything that you share is about establishing your position. So I can come out here and I can teach you and share with you every tip and every technique and everything that I could possibly teach you about branding. And I have been doing that for years. I've been doing live broadcasting for five years. I can teach you everything you need to know. And people are like, well, Justin, if you teach all that, what are they gonna hire you for? your perspective is off. This is not about, this is not about if, if I share this online live, then they won't pay for it. People, listen to me, people don't pay for information. People pay for the person who's delivering the information. And I can share with you every tip, every strategy, every technique that I know about building a business online. I can share it all, teach it all live. And I actually I, uh, there's very little in my world that I've not shared on live video because I just my mission is to help people But you can share everything All your stuff and people will still hire you to help them implement it Because that's the only difference between free and paid paid means you get me free means you get the information paid means you get me all right, so I want you to change the perspective if you're stuck on this, well, Justin, how much, what do I, what do I offer for free? And what do I offer? What do I try to sell? Change your perspective. Say, what is the best information that I can give to help people? The best tips, the best strategies, the best stuff I know, what can I share to really, truly make an impact with people and really help people share that because, because it's not about giving away your secrets. It's about establishing your position. I'll tell you all, listen, I have gotten so much push from people over the years. Justin, man, you're giving away too much stuff. You're giving away too much of your content. Man, when I first started off, I had so many people tell me, Justin, whoa, love your content, man, but you need to pull back because you could be charging for, for that. So share like 60% of it and then charge for the rest. You're gonna be way more successful, way, way more money if you stop giving away all the secrets for free. And I'm like, no, no, that's not how I do things. <laughs> My mission, I'm just gonna give it away for free. I'm just gonna get away for free and be helpful to people. What I figured out later is that the people that were pushing on me were, were getting real uncomfortable and real nervous because I was giving away for free things that they were trying to charge for and I was teaching it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but not really. All right, so what happens is when I, when, I mean, th this really, listen, this is one of the number one reasons why I have been tremendously successful in building a business from my ideas. It's because I have never been afraid to give away my best stuff because I've always had this perspective of, man, because it's the thing, you know, I connect, let's say Tasha, and I love Tasha, Tasha's one of my people, she's one of my clients. Let's say Tasha's first time today, all right? And she's like, man, I'm really trying to figure out this social media thing, I'm trying to figure out how do I really get paying clients through social media? And then here comes this video, oh, this Justin guy's talking about this, this is cool. So she comes in and she hangs out with me for an hour. 
and I'm just unpacking it and, and not only just giving you concepts and ideas, but I'm telling you exactly what you need to do and not do to be successful. And this is stuff that people pay me for, but this is for free online on this video right here. And she's like, this is so helpful. And what happens is you hang up this broadcast and you got a list of notes of things that you can actually take action on. You can actually be like, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go update my photos. I'm going to go fix my bio. I'm going to change my links. I'm going to work on my content. I got to figure out these core themes that he was talking about And my free content puts you to work. And you're like, man, that was super helpful. We'll come back tomorrow and see what else he's talking about. This is how I've built my tribe. This is how I've built my audience one person at a time because every one of you at some point in time had a first time with me. And that first time was like, geez, that was really good. That was very helpful. I'm going to come back for more. I'm going to come back for more. I'm going to come back for more. And what happens is every single time, if I share with you all the things that I know about branding, every single time you have an experience with me about branding your business online, it's forming the, perspe the perception in, my, in your mind that I'm the go-to guy for branding. If this is your first experience with me everywhere, whether you're watching me live on Facebook or on YouTube, or even if you're listening to my podcast, if this is the first time ever listening to me, in 37 minutes I've been talking so far, you're already thinking, this guy is, knows what he's doing with social media. I could see I could see him helping me, right? So I'm already forming the perspective that I need to form with you for you to view me as a hireable professional. I don't think there's anybody listening to this content that thinking, well, this guy's, you know, he's all right. You know, he's, you know, he, this isn't really his thing. You know, he's just, he's just talking a little bit of social media today. No, you're viewing me as Justin's a business owner that has mastered social media marketing, knows exactly what he's talking about. And I should probably listen to him, right? So it's perspective. So my content, free content today, is building the narrative that I want to build. So along with that, right? So if I got three to five core themes, and the reason why I say three to five is because I think you need to have diversity. That's why I say minimum three, but also maximum five. Because if you get too many, if you're coming from all these different angles all the time, then people don't know really what you're about. And just, again, it dilutes your message. So if you have too many, it can just kind of dilute the perspective people have of you. But then if you have too little, you can become too singular and too boring. So, I mean, think about me. If if the only thing I ever talked about was branding, that was it. I am a branding strategist. I can help you with your branding and your startup business. And the only thing I ever talked about was branding. You know, you might get bored with that. So I mix it up. So some weeks I'll focus on branding. Some weeks I'll focus on social media marketing. Some weeks I'll focus on personal development. Some weeks I'll focus on content monetization. So I rotate my themes to keep you engaged and keep you interested. All right, so your core themes are interesting. Now, the other thing I'm just gonna tag on this real quick is, um, now I'm gonna go to number five. Number five, once you establish your core themes, number five is to create a content strategy and rotate it. Now, the reason why I say rotate it is because I want to keep you out of overwhelm. A lot of people will look at what I do, man, that Justin's been, you know, he's been doing content for over five years and you're showing up every single day, man, giving us, you know, I can't do that. I can't do new content. You can mean new content every week and you got a, you got live videos and you got YouTube videos and you got podcasts and you got blogs and I, there's no way I could keep up with that. And honestly, you're right. As a brand new startup, if you're just getting started as a content creator, you can't keep up with that. Guess what? 
Neither could I when I first started. I first started five years ago. February 2016 is when I started live broadcasting on Periscope. I was not a content creator at all at the time. And let me just encourage you, all right? Let me just encourage somebody who needs this this morning. All right, I started five years ago. I started my business six years ago. I started live streaming five years ago. I had no idea what I was doing. And not only did I have no idea what I was doing, but I also had no audience at all. I had maybe a hundred friends on Facebook, maybe, that were just friends and connections from work and family and whatever. I had no no social exposure whatsoever. I didn't even have a Twitter account. I started on Periscope. I started connecting on Periscope. One of the first time I did a live broadcast, I had I think 32 followers, and those 32 followers were a combination of friends and family, and nobody knew me. I had zero influence, zero, nothing. All right. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try this live video thing. I'm gonna try this live video thing. What do I do? What do I talk about? I'm like, I, got, I just gotta figure out. And the challenge was, I got challenged to do a broadcast every single day for the month of February, 2016. Weekdays, no weekends. So five broadcasts a week. I'm like, I gotta do five broadcasts a week. What do I talk about? And so I started out at the time with what were my core themes at the time. My core themes at the time was branding strategy, I talked about Facebook business versus personal, how to balance your personal page with your business page. I talked about Instagram growth strategy because I was doing pretty good on Instagram at the time. Uh, I talked about confidence and then time management, five things. And those are five things that I was comfortable talking about. So I just created some key points for each of those five things and I established a rhythm. These are gonna be my broadcast. I rotated those five broadcasts every week for the entire month. I didn't come up with brand new stuff. That's why I say rotate it. Don't be afraid to repurpose your content. Somebody put that in the chat stream for me, please, will you? Don't be afraid to repurpose your content. This is how I started, all right? So I started out with five core topics that I knew I could speak really well about. And so I did them. Monday through Friday, I did them. The next week, I did the same five topics in a row. Same week again, five same five topics in a row. So for four weeks straight, my first month of broadcasting, I talked about branding every single Monday. I talked about Facebook business versus personal every single Tuesday. I talked about Instagram strategy every Wednesday. I talked about confidence every single Thursday. And I talked about time management every single Friday. And I rotated them every week. Now my mission was by the end of that first month, I my mission was to have 10 broadcasts prepared. So that's starting in... March, I could rotate my content every two weeks. So I created a second five days of content. So then I had 10 broadcasts that I could rotate. Then I rotated those every two weeks. My mission by the end of March was to have four weeks of content prepared. So starting in April, I had a full month of content that I was rotating every month. Then eventually it became 90 days of content that I could rotate every 90 days. Then it became six months of content. Now I have over 700 broadcast content that I've created and I save everything. I have titles, I have topics, I have imagery that I've created, I have notes that I've created, I have over I have a library of over 700 content topics that I can share from that I've created over the years. And so I have this library. So a lot of the content that you get from me, like today this is brand new content. It's just stuff that's on my mind and decided to share this today. But if tomorrow 
if i if i'm busy i got a lot going on i'm like i need to come up with a broadcast for tomorrow i don't have to sit here and stress about what i'm going to talk about tomorrow i can just open up my library my content library on my computer sort through the dates look at the topics i've got them sorted by my core themes what do i want to talk about tomorrow i'll find one yeah that was a good one i remember doing that a year ago click that one pull it up i have an image for it i have a title for it i have notes for it everything's ready to go pull it up sweet that's my broadcast for tomorrow it literally takes me no effort whatsoever to, to put together content because I have so much content that I've created, but you have to build up from that. So when I'm talking about creating a content strategy, I'm talking about figuring out the rhythm that you want to have and then establishing the rhythm and then, and then working your content in a way that will work to your advantage. I knew that at my beginning stage, I could not come up with more content more more because i was at a, I had a lot going on so i'm just, just going to rotate these same broadcasts you know what even if even if i did this one same bro i could do this i could do this broadcast once a week for the whole month and every single time that i do it i'll teach it a little differently because all I'm, I'm just going off my notes this is all i have in front of me i have my quote of the day and my key points that's it so i look at my key point let's talk about that so i just talk about it so every single week that i teach this topic it's going to come out differently every single week that i every single week that i teach this topic there's going to be new people in the audience listening to it for the first time some people will come back and get reminders my girl kim wendy who's in here has been with me for forever like you've been with me from the beginning. She's heard me talk about every topic that I've got multiple times. She's probably heard me talk about these things before, but still it's relevant today. It's helpful today. It reminds you and it challenges you to do the things you know you need to do, right? So again, every time I have this conversation, it's bended a little bit based upon where I'm at. So do not be afraid to repurpose content. And I'm repeating that because I can't tell you the number of people that I tell them repurpose your content and they don't. Why not? And the number of people that I have seen burn out and quit. And I'm like, why, why are you not broadcasting? Why are you not posting? Why are you not getting out there in front of people? I'm just, I'm just, I'm struggling to come up with new stuff. What do you mean you're struggling to come up with new stuff? You've got months of content that you've done. Why are you not repurposing it? Well, people have heard that before. Ugh. You can re you can. Yes. And Camille just said it. Repetition is the mother of skill. Absolutely. And you know what? For me, when I first started, when I first started, I'm sorry to be yelling at y'all, but I really want you to get this. I'm, I, it's not a matter of yelling at eight o'clock in the morning. It's a matter of, I just want you to get it because I sincerely want to see you win. I sincerely want to see you win. And there's some factors, man. There's some factors that I have mastered over the years that have been absolutely influential in my ability to be successful. And I'm teaching them right now. These are simple things, but they're so impactful. So I challenge you. <laughs> I challenge you to listen to what I'm telling you. When I first started, those I, I was more focused on getting a rhythm of sharing content and being consistent. Rhythm and consistency were my primary goal. Content was just, I just need stuff to talk about, but I want to get a rhythm and want to get consistent. Now, listen to me. I told you when I started, I had zero exposure. I had zero influence. Nobody had a clue who I was. No, I had no momentum at all. I was starting from ground zero, scratch. 
all right? I sold my first branding package in 11 days on Periscope for $500 to a person who saw one broadcast, a man named John that lived in California, one broadcast, 11 days on Periscope. When I sold that, when I sold that package to him after 11 days, I had 60 followers. Nobody knew me, but my content was relevant. John came in, I was talking about branding. I gave my points, I gave my tips, I gave my stuff. And he's like, this was really good. He was brand new to the Periscope app. I was one of the first people he connected with. He's like, I love this, man. He's like, would you be willing to get on a phone call with me? I said, absolutely. So I got his, got his email. We scheduled time to talk. I talked on the phone with him for a little bit. We determined how I could help him. And I sold him a $500 branding package from one broadcast. Getting attracting clients online and making money online is not difficult. It is strategic. You've got to get the right components in play. And those components are the things that I'm teaching you today. All right. Create a content strategy and rotate it. That's number five. Number six, very simple. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this one because I'm going to get you out of here in less than an hour. I promise. All right. Number six is create a simple call to action. A simple call to action. When you share content, when you establish your core themes, that's your position, right? Your core themes position you. My core themes and my content position me in your mind as the go-to person for a specific thing. That's mental real estate. I'm establishing my position so that when you're having a conversation with your husband or your friend or whoever, and they're like, you know, I think we need to get a website done. Mental real estate says, we need to talk to Justin. I think Justin, man, he's been so helpful with his content. I think he can help us. We need to get some branding done. We got to go to Justin. That's mental real estate. Man, I'm just, maybe you're a business owner that's established and you've, and you've got yourself rolling, but you're struggling to operate like a business owner. I'm really struggling with, with discipline and focus and commitment. You know, Justin shared a lot of great stuff on personal development. I wonder if he could coach me, Justin, mental real estate. That's your position. Okay. Number six is a simple call to action. So once you've established your perspective and you've established your position, what's going to happen is you're going to have people that are going to be intrigued and they're going to want to take a step towards you. Give them a simple first step. Now I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this because it's something I learned through trial and error and by just doing what I do. People are much more apt to take action on something if they can take action right where they are. Okay. I'll say that again. People are much more apt to take action on something if they can take action right where they are. For example, if this broadcast is ringing with you and you are just loving it, I would love for you guys to go to justincappenpro.com forward slash apply. And what that link will do is that'll take you to an application page. And if you fill out that brief questionnaire that I have for you, just asking you a few a few questions about your business, once I get that, that'll register you for a free strategy call with me. I usually charge $300 for a strategy session. I'll give you a free strategy session if you fill out that application for me. So that's anybody, whether you're YouTube, whether you're Facebook, whether you see this video a year from now, anybody who clicks that link and fills out that application, when I get that application, I'll review your answers. I'll reach out to you. We'll schedule a time to talk and I'll give you a one hour free strategy session where I'll completely unpack you and your business and I'll map out a plan for you for what you need to do in this season, no matter what season you're in. That is a strategic and simple call to action. 
all right i made it simple by putting the link right there in the chat stream youtube the link is in the description podcasters the link is in the description you can you can click that link and it'll take you right to my application page very very simple that is a simple call to action i didn't even have before i even had a website before i even had technology again this is when i first started live streaming five years ago it was i didn't have a website i had nothing i had nothing online whatsoever it was just me and a facebook page and a periscope profile what i used to do is i again i've always been simple what i used to do is i would say guys listen if any of y'all are interested in chatting with me i'd love for you to put your email in the chat stream and i know there's a lot of you that are thinking i don't want to put my email in the chat stream but what are, the reason why i'm doing this i'm challenging your ability to procrastinate because a lot of you're like man well maybe i'll go there later or maybe i'll check his website out later you know you won't because as soon as you hang this broadcast up that feeling is going to go away and you're going to get busy being busy so I'm going to challenge your ability to procrastinate and I'm going to challenge you. If you want to talk to me, put your email in the chat stream and I'll reach out to you. I used to say that all the time in every single video I would do, I'd get email after email after email. People saying, all right, I want to talk to you. And I would reach out to them. I connect to them. I talk to them on the phone and I'd close them just like that. Very simple, simple call to action. A, what, what makes it complicated is when you're like, all right, guys, listen, if you enjoyed this today, I would love for you to go check out my website. It's I am so awesome. I would love to talk to you.com. It's got more characters than most people know how to put together. They have a hard time finding you. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to click on. Even if they do go, they don't know what to look at when they're there. It's too difficult. They have to go somewhere, right? Or you say, you know what? If you're interested in talking to me, why don't you send me an email? Tell me a little bit about yourself and then I'll get back to you. You're telling them they need to go to their email. Remember your email and then write you an email. It's too difficult. Make it as easy as possible. All right? Make it as easy as possible for people to connect with you. A simple call to action. And it doesn't have to be salesy. Just simple. Some, a simple step that they can take to get connected to you. Okay? The last two I'm going to give you. Number seven is commit to new relationships. Commit to new relationships. If you want to attract new new clients, you got to connect to new people. I'll tell you this. I talked about this a little bit earlier this week. Is um, last year with everything that happened with 2020 and the pandemic and the shutdown and the lockdown and all that stuff, there was so much that I couldn't control. Like all of us, there's so much that happened that was just outside of what I was able to influence or control. So I made a mission to connect to new people no matter what. I made a mission to connect to new people and just be constantly building and connecting to new relationships. You know, that's why I'm so all about Clubhouse. I love Clubhouse. I made January, my my entire month of January, my sole focus was relationships. I made 220 new connections in January. New people. 220 new connections. New people. Every one of them are business owners. Every one of them I connected through Clubhouse and are now friends on my Facebook page and engaging with me on Facebook. That's 220 new business owners that I could potentially serve. That was just in the month of January. That doesn't happen unless you're intentional. You've got to commit, and that, that's a commitment of time. So for example, I do a Clubhouse, I have a, I have a Clubhouse club on Clubhouse, which is the World Changers Mastermind. We do a Clubhouse chat every single Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We had a Clubhouse chat yesterday, talking about what did we learn from 2020, what, how did it impact us and influence us. Had a great room. 
I made five new connections from that chat yesterday. Five new people. So as we're talking, I'm writing down their names. I'm following them, following them on Instagram, connected them, writing their names down. After Clubhouse is over, I go to Facebook and I find them on Facebook and I friend request them on Facebook. As soon as they accept my friend request, I go into Messenger to send them a message. Tracy, what's up, girl? Listen, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining in my Clubhouse Club this morning. Loved having you there. Even though we didn't get a chance to hear you speak, I just love that you were there. Thanks so much for accepting my friend request. I am just love getting connected to other like-minded and life-minded people. Glad to be connected here. I hope you have a beautiful day. Hang it up. I sent him a voice message and then I get a message back. Justin loved it. Loved your chat this morning. Excited to get to know you better. I'll definitely be following you. Love it so much. Can't wait to see what you're up to as well. I'm just establishing a relationship. That's not salesy. And there's somebody in here going, that sounds like a lot of work. I block off an hour after every clubhouse chat that I do. So when I end clubhouse at 10, between 10 and 11, my mission is to connect to as many people in that clubhouse room as possible and get them connected on Facebook. Because I know if I wait, I'll either not do it or the time will pass where if I wait three, four, five days, if I go and try to connect to Tracy five days from now, she's gonna be like, who is this Justin guy? Well, why is he sending me a friend request? But if I, excuse me, if I do it right now, I'm fresh in her mind and I have the ability, I have rapport established already. I'm gonna leverage the rapport. Now that's a lot of work, that's time. But that's why I say commit to new relationships because it does require you to be intentional. All right, I got three minutes until I got a client call. My last one I'm gonna give you is number eight. This is the bonus one, all right? This is the fortune is the follow-up. If you're on whatever platform you're on, I challenge you to screenshot this screen so that you can look at this, all right? The fortune is in the follow-up. This is statistical fact. 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. 12% of salespeople make only three contacts and stop. Less than 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Now to the second section. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% on the second. 5% on the third, 10% on the fourth, and 80% of sales are made on the fifth to the 12th contact. Follow-up is an absolute necessity. Most people are struggling to attract paying clients simply because they lack the ability or the commitment to following up with said people, all right? That's what I got for today, guys. I got to get to my client. Have an amazing day. Hopefully that was good for you. If you want the points and the notes, I put them all in the description of this video so you can go right there and copy those. You can get a hold of that image for the follow-up stats as well. I hope you have a spectacular day. Be intentional with your time today. Be intentional with your talent. And I will see you guys all around the web, all right? Take care. God bless. I'll see you guys later.